Time for a pole, time for a pole, time for a pole, time to dance on a pole, time for the pole, bada time bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing. All right, so you want to consider this our, I don't even know, it's a it's a tidbit we're going to do. We're going to do a lot of these coming in the future. You want to call with... it like a Q&A type deal, we'll but not a Q&A, Q &A poll, I'll do a Q&A slash poll discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, discussion. It could just be an it's open a discussion. Dis yeah. Open forum. Open, and everybody can kind of comment on this. Excuse me. Oh yeah, another thing too, if the next thing doesn't, Get, I don't know, uh, you know what's obtainable? A, a, a million likes. We're gonna have to do a mukbang. Yes. Impression of him is too good. Thank you. It's too We're good. big fans of Nick Avocado Avocado. We really are. We're huge. I'm not even lying to you. We should shoot up until he fucking like, says something. We're a fan. If you yeah. acknowledge us, we'll 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 fly to where you are and we'll we'll, we'll do a combined mukbang with you. Okay. Yeah. I want to do a ramen mukbang with you. It's my dream. Um, all right, so what we're going to be doing today is, like Nick said, we're going to be doing a poll. That's a good we're going to be doing a, uh, a poll, and I basically put this on my personal Instagram page. Now, we're going to be doing these polls in the future, eventually, on our Dynamic Brew page on Instagram. But just because, like, right now we're building traction on that page, I wanted to kind of gauge a little bit more from a perspective of the people who um, are on my or follow or following us on my, my personal account. So mm -hmm. I put up a poll of basically it's going to be um, – it's a – Fun discussion topic on sequels, remakes, spin-offs of shows. Um, but then again, there are no wrong answers, but I'm gonna make a little side note. And a couple of people who um, uh, I reached out to because um, a lot of the people personally who we've had conversations with in the past about movies, their choices of the movies I have here dubious made me really uh, like to- Their um, standards were, yeah, I'm not were gonna call question. You out. I'm not going to call you out on the podcast, but the people who are watching this and we'll I've already call you out in real life. We'll call you out in real life because we're not like that. But uh, we're going to have another discussion off the side about their certain things. Uh, and you guys will understand why. So first off, what we have here is uh, The Godfather. Now, another thing is too, obviously, yes, Godfather has three movies. Some movies I have all four. But, you know, there's, there's movies that we talk about where they have, like, nine sequels. I'm not going Usually all. between two, right? Yeah, yeah right now it's two, two, okay? Some will have three, some will have four, depending on what franchise it is. But really, Godfather, out of all three, part one and two are really a night. You could have a nice debatable discussion. So, three's ultimately, left at the fucking door. what we have here is Godfather part one, the original, Grand Poobah, okay? Godfather part two. Okay, what's the percentage on that? Percentage on that, currently, right now, the poll says 90-10. So, 90%. Went for The Godfather, voted for Godfather, liking it more versus The Godfather Part 2 at a whopping 10%. Right. You know what percentage I'm in? What percentage you in? Oh, can I guess? Yeah. I made it so weird. You like Robert De Niro, so I'm going to go with the hard. I'm going to go with the Part 2. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? You were Part 2? I'm it's Part 2 also. Oh, good. I like Part 2. I think it's a superior movie if you're comparing the two of them. Just the entire like build up to like seeing who like uh, Vito Corleone was. And I think like the... The flashbacks in between of like yes. his origin story and then Michael out his power too of him going through everything was great. The way that I like to view it is I kind of relate it to um, like newer movies. So it's like Godfather 1 is like Batman Begins. And then you know what I'm going with this. Yeah. Oh and then God. the second one is like The Dark Knight. You just And then the third one me. is like so-so. That's why it's like Dark Knight Rises too. Because right. yeah, this is like Michael at his full power. That This is The Dark Knight. Right, the three of them. Hundred percent. I agree with you. You're already because obviously the build up. It's like a, it's a nice three hour movie. It's a three and a half hour movie. Part one, two. I think it's like three and a half. Or um, it's two, two there, and a half. So there's a lot of cuts out there. Like I, I, I tried to find my dad this this one time too because there's a there's a cut that was only on for TVs. I've tried to find this thing everywhere, but they mash 
one, two, and three, actually. Together as one whole. All together. But in between, there's a lot of things never seen before, too. A lot of footage that's not seen. It was only shown on TV, apparently. You can't find a DVD of it. You can't find it online. The TV cut. The TV. They you know that about movies. Yes, I agree. Godfather 2. But I love the way that you just pers you gave your perspective on it being Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, that's the way I, I fully it. agree 100%. Also, seeing the journey of Michael 2 come up from his father and that's such a big shoe to fill too because you kind of see him in the first movie like he didn't want to get involved in the family business mm -hmm. um he didn't really want to be involved and then like when everything happened and escalated in part one he was the one that took up the father's mantle in part two and three and he becomes such a boss throughout his time but um it, just seeing it, you see it really escalate from part two like seeing where yep. he's been and it's just it's great so part two for me part two for nick when my children play with their toys but but we can understand well, that's that's a different one. That's um, especially to one of the most famous scenes in part two, and I will say the kiss of death, where he kisses. You broke my heart, Fredo. You broke my heart. Rough. It's a rough. You the emotions feel. that run so deep. It gives me chills to this day, actually watching that. But it, it's it such does. a. It does. It does. Yeah. You broke my heart, Fredo. Alrighty. So next on the poll list, we got the Terminator and T two, oh. which is Terminator two. Judgment Day. Well, if you're comparing those two, two of the originals, I personally am going for T2. I okay. think it's just a really, really good action movie in general. Mm -hmm. Like those, those scenes with like the, the cop and everything, like those things are like, I mean, yeah. really, really good. I honestly. agree. I agree. Um, what's the percentage at? Percentage is 53% uh, has, uh, they voted for Terminator Part 1, the original, 47% mm -hmm. with uh, T2 Judgment Day. That's very it's, close. It's pretty split. It's a nice ratio. It's split. Though. I agree. I like T2 just because of like the action and the storyline mm -hmm. in T2. A lot of people had problems with it. And fun fact, you can actually find a producer's cut of T2 or director's cut, I believe it's called, mm. um, where th there's an extended ending. Um, the ending's different. Um, and there's a lot more footage of, um, he's a very known actor. He played the uh, villain. He was in Sopranos. Yes, actually. he was actually. He, was he played in season two of Sopranos, which we'll get into a little bit later as well. Sopranos is on the board too. I'm just having some bad luck, Tony. Just got worse. Yeah, actually, that's a really good that Sopranos bit that he played the father of one of AJ's friends. Yeah, and oh, yeah, his family and somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Sopranos. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Favorite. So that's good. Fifty-three forty-seven uh, with Terminator winning that. I'm gonna have to go with T two as well. So Same. we're gonna yeah. go with that. Next one, Scream one versus Scream two. I'm gonna have to go with as far as a sequel goes. I'm going to have to go with Scream 2, and now I have my theories yeah. on as to why. I know what you're yeah. going to say to me. I know. Yeah. Nothing beats Scream 1, but my perspective as to where I'm coming from. Now, before I get into that, the, you know, the poll, Scream 1, 1996, the original, 72% people voted for Scream, 28% have voted for Scream 2. Now, I get it. Now, you have to understand, though, what, what they were working with in the 90s, the technology, there was no, computers were just literally coming out. Email just okay? happened. Email yeah. just happened. Mm -hmm, yeah. Okay. They made Scream 1. They filmed it in 95, released it in 96. Then they released Scream 2 in 97. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you, all in the 90s too, we, they didn't have technology as advanced as today. You know, they put out a sequel. They, they started probably filming that right away. And something about Scream 2 just resonates with me as far as the storyline goes. It was very unpredictable as well. The ending, um, the ending, the it dragged on. Hard. I get it. it yeah, no, the ending it drags on. But 
I pick Scream 2 as far as a sequel versus original for that very reason. All right. But as far as like like first time shock treatment, has to go for Scream. So I'm in between. It's an unbiased opinion because I love all the Screams. I think there's just so many iconic things that happen in the first Scream that they're still copying to this day and everything. Uh, the second one, yeah, because honestly, uh, not a segue too, but the newest Scream that just came out, it reminds me a lot of Scream 2. But I'm going um, for Scream 1. Yeah. So then also to kind of go off that too, Scream, I did another poll, Scream 3 versus Scream 4. Roman. 71% Scream 3, uh, 29% Scream 4. Hands down Scream 3. 100%. That movie. 100%. Okay. And it's really interesting about that movie because a lot of people don't know this too. And I love this fun fact because I, it, he literally, Matthew Lillard, who played Shaggy in Scooby-Doo, our Shaggy. Our Shaggy. Um, who played the Shaggy. Yeah, art like the Shaggy. Okay, mm -hmm. if you have any other, if you consider the voice actors your Shaggy, if you're watching this, we understand. But Matthew Lillard's our Shaggy. Mm -hmm. Okay, Thirteen Ghosts. The guy's a legend. Okay, mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, so he played Matthew Lillard played one of the killers in Scream One, the original. Okay, he played one of the the killers with Billy Loomis, uh, Stu Mocker. Okay, very infamous name in the Scream universe, um, and he became a fan favorite. Scream 3, the original Scream 3, which I love this, okay? Oh, the first draft? Yeah, the first draft. They literally got it down. The script for Scream 3 originally involved Stu Mocker's, um, Matthew Lillard, Stu Mocker's um, killer surviving the events of Scream 1. He got a TV thrown on his head. He can't really survive that. Now he got stabbed numerous times. Um, he survived, and he was put away in prison, okay? He orchestrated a cult, okay? Um full of different people who are obsessed with the original killings because, you know, each Scream movie, each Scream sequel, it um, it's basically somebody picking up the mantle to get a book written about them and becoming famous, but they all die. That That's the whole premise of Scream and what it's gone to six movies in. Mm -hmm. So Stu Mocker originally, the th before four, five, six was even a thought, they were going to, Wes Craven was going to end it with Stu Mocker coming back like a Charles Manson, which is really cool, and he was going to be orchestrating different people uh, doing ghost face killings and they were going to target Sidney Prescott again the reason why that was scrapped and when I say scrapped I mean they canceled it two weeks before they were going to fly Stu, uh, Matthew Lillard out to go film his scenes of Stu Mocker okay so it got all the way to Greenlit Columbine shooting happened okay they felt as if they, they felt really they couldn't film a movie are you talking about this is going to be two then this is going to be three 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 came out in 2001 2000, when did Columbine happen Columbine was late 90s so, yes, it got pushed thing? back. Sorry. Is it a 9-11 No, no, no. It got pushed back then. So the original oh. Scream 3 was supposed to come out. A, whatever Columbine happened, Scream 3 was supposed to start filming, and then a year later it was going to be released. Mm. They post they postponed production on Scream 3 for about a year, I believe. Don't quote me on the exact time frame. And the reason behind that was because they felt, Wes Craven felt that it was really inappropriate and really bad taste to have a serial killer from high school seeking out his revenge plot to, you know, kill the person he was trying to kill in high school. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. So then, Scream 3, as we know it today, comic relief, lots of... It was the most funniest Scream out of all six of them now. Is that Connie Chung? They had, literally, when I tell the, you... The cameos Talk about the cameos. They yeah, had yeah. Um, Kevin... They had Kevin Smith. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob. Cameo. Their characters yeah. in that universe of Scream, they exist. Thanks, Harvey. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny, too, because we met... Kevin Smith. We didn't talk. I, that was my first question to Kevin Smith when I met him. I was like, so Scream 3, were you guys filming? Because they used <laughs> Scream 3, that's golf tangent. I know we have a lot to talk about. Scream 3, one of the scenes is 
They're filming um, the movie set they use. It's basically a movie without about a movie. Okay, the Stab franchise and Scream. True Scream fans, if you're watching this, you'll know what I mean. They mean a movie about a movie. Okay, it's in that universe. The mm. same lot they used in um, in Scream Three that they were filming on Stab Three. Uh, that was actually the same lot that Warner Brothers. It was the same lot they used, but just as prop background. Mm -hmm. So I thought to myself this entire time, Kevin Smith, Jane, Silent Bob, they were filming their own stuff. And they're really good friends with Weinstein, which Weinstein was, he was involved with Dimension Films. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, okay, so he was, okay, so it was I thought this entire Max. time that yeah. they were just, it was a fun cameo because to make the movie a lot more lighter. Kevin Smith actually said to me when I met him, saying, you know, like that actually was all they wanted me and they wanted my character, our characters to be in that movie and to give it more comic relief. We shot for two weeks, they paid different them. scenes. They, they paid, paid him. Yeah, they paid him all And I'm day. like, oh, wow. So like Weinstein oh. actually reached out to you because Kevin Smith and Weinstein were friends at the time. And he's like, yeah, that was all supposed to be in the, that was all early on supposed to be what it was supposed to be. So I was like, wow, that's it. I never knew that. It's Crazy. really cool news. Um, oh, but yeah, cool. very nice. Uh, that, that's the screen stuff. So we'll, we'll get into more, um, more stuff now. So we did... Sorry, I had to go back and forth. Ooh, okay, you ready for this one? I don't know. Are you ready for this one? Uh, maybe. Shrek 1 versus Shrek 2. Oh, the clear-cut answer is Shrek 2. two. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much. Know me. Now, Shrek number 2, 50-50. Polls were... Oh, really? 50% 50 50 of people did Shrek, and I get it. It's just superior in every way. And I just don't They're know. both... You don't even have to no, look at them. They're good. They're good. They're both are good on their own. You could throw three and four right out of the, the gate. Oh, that's, that's why I'm not involving but, them. Sorry. But, no, no. One and two. One clearly started everything. That's the original and everything. But still, something just something about two. The plot, the detail, the story. The more that you're fleshing out these characters, hundred percent. It's just so much better. I need a hero. Like, oh, you that. can't do the whole amazing. the whole scene. Just like the the whole. First off, the character development they had with all these different characters: Prince Charming, uh, Fairy Godmother. All these different characters in far, With far away land. It like <laughs> it was so creative, and it wasn't like your. I didn't really look at Shrek as like, oh, it's a sequel to the original. They really made it its own, mm -hmm. you know. Because a lot of sequels, which we'll get into, because some sequels on here we'll talk about are, you know, exactly what I mean when we get there. My diet is ruined. Like it's just, it really was its own movie it's itself. I love Shrek Two. Shrek Two is it, it, that for me. It's I'm part of that too. Yeah, Shrek Two. Amazing. Yes. Hands down. Hands down. Alrighty. Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, mm. Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. Okay, so this is a really, really tough one mm. because I I love both of them so much. And Anchorman 1 clearly is the foundation, as I said previously with Shrek 2, it's a foundation. It's great chemistry between everybody. You know, everything's getting established and, and it's great. There is just something about Anchorman 2 that is every scene even if they're just standing around by each other. No it's, dialogue. It's hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Everything about it. Um, I, I picked two when you okay. put that up. I picked right. two, honestly. I, I, I love it. I personally, I like one. and I'll, I feel like one for me is a little bit more superior than two. Even though I know exactly what you're saying. Like story-wise, sure. Story-wise, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but preferring yeah. two. So many people, uh, it was 68% of people went for Anchorman, and then mm -hmm. it was 32% Anchorman 2. So minority, I yeah. get it. So my my take on Anchorman was that the, the the peak, at everybody was at their peak in 2004 when that, that movie came out. Okay? Literally. Like, Elf that was, was when Will Ferrell was yeah. coming out of SNL, kind of, like he was doing SNL. And a lot of the cast they used specifically all were all from it. SNL. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Paul Rudd, and you had Vince Vaughn, you had all these characters, 
that really like they were at the peak of their career during the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. 2013, which is when when Anchorman 2 came out, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of cameos. Like Ten were years now. That was 10 years later. Wow. So, mind you, too, the gap that you have between Anchorman 1 and Anchorman 2, they all have done so many things advancing in their whole careers. So that's why I guess the chemistry is what you're saying, which really solidifies them. That's why there could be a scene with them, no, there's no dialogue, but it's just, it's automatically funny because they have all done projects with each other in between and, that 10 years. Okay? And, in, so and, it's, it's, and to interject, too, which one can you quote more? For me, it's two. Yeah, me too. I think it's for yeah, two. Yeah, I think it's and two. you know well about two too. I didn't put it in it because it's its own movie itself. Part two was re-released as a super rated R version. The original part two was released as a PG-13 version. A year later, they released it back in theaters as a super extended cut rated R. And it was, every single scene was the same, but it was reshot with different extended jokes with a lot more like dirty verb. It was a lot more like explicit. I can't even masturbate. Yeah, that was... What, what do you mean? I'm blind. Ron, I love the I love the checkers and caulk. You gotta give me this recipe. Brick, stop eating that. Brick, stop, stop. Funny. I drank a whole bottle of ketchup earlier. Yeah, so, okay. Why? Anchorman 1. Huh? Why? Why? I thought it was a, a bottle of... What do you know? What do you know? That, the, that was ketchup by just tasting it? I'm blind. <laughs> no, where are you going? Don't leave! Oh man. oh, man. Amazing movie. Now, another topic we're going to get into, okay? Scary movie versus scary movie two. Well, I know which one you're picking. I didn't I didn't put three and four in this category, or five. I forgot that existed. No. Just because three and four, even though three, we can quote a lot of three, I just thought scary movie one and two are so... Scary movie three is different, I will say, which is why we... Because I, the format is different. The format... The production, it changes. That's when everything, the Wayne Brothers, that's a whole other discussion we'll have another day yeah. with Weinstein, etc. But You could dive um, into all that, but yeah. I, I get what you mean by 1 and 2. 1 and 2 is one its two own is thing. It's literally, it's like yeah. a direct sequel to part 1. Yeah, which tracks? Part 3, the characters, like Sydney and uh, Anna Faris, Brenda, all, they all come back, but like it's a completely, they don't, they don't ever talk about the events of part 2 and part 1, whereas part 2 talks about the events of part 1. So it's a direct sequel. So that's why I put only these two. So... Mm -hmm. This was actually very close. 54% went for Scary Movie 1. 46% mm -hmm. went for Scary Movie 2. I'm probably going for the first one. Uh, really? I had the first one. Yeah. Really? Again, it's just the foundation. The found okay. A little bit of it the foundation. Really, yeah, no, Scary Movie 1, but I agree. I, I, okay. Yeah, I get All right. it. And there's something about 2 where I think 2 is like... It's 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 good, but it's just too short. Yes. Do you feel that about it too? I agree too. I feel like it runs way too quick. Yeah. But there are hilarious moments in it. Like there, like my strong hand, like stuff like yeah. that is hilarious. You know what's so funny about that actor? So there's a butler in this movie. Um, the guy I'll who plays put the up butler. his picture. Don't worry. He's actually in uh, Schitt's Creek. Also, he's a very, he does a lot of things now. He was in um, How I Met Your Mother too. He yeah. was in a lot of things. There's a lot of things. Yeah, um, lot of when, things. when Harry Met Sally, I think it was, or it was a, it was a very probably early two yeah. thousands movie. But basically, he plays. Uh, he has this. Like, he's the creepy butler, and he has a, a hand. Okay. How, how about a leg? Yours the turkeys. Nobody stick two of these legs up your ass. <laughs> oh, he's funny actually in there too. The oh cripple. yeah. So well, talking about him though, he oh, now recreates. My he, bad. Yeah, he recreates on Instagram and TikTok scenes of the like the, the infamous scenes that are in the movie. Does with he? A bunch of his friends. I sent you a bunch of them, and it's uh. him. Like it's literally it's like the dinner table scene 
of him like in the uh, oh no no you did send this to me yeah, yeah, yeah. you did send this to me he I, does I got this. I got all this. these skits of him reenacting his character and it's all of his friends and like it's his wife that's hilarious they all play different parts of scary movie together it's so funny that's really funny um, but me I have to go with part 2 I know you I, like part 2 I, I love part 2 so a lot of trivia on part 2 okay fun fact scary movie 2 underwent a lot of reshoots you tell they, but the thing about this was they released all of the deleted scenes and, and extended scenes that weren't in the final cut. Isn't like an hour There's shit. four endings. Yeah. Oh my God. Phenomenal. There are so many... You can literally make... And there's a super cut on YouTube, which um, if you guys want to... I'll put a link in the description when we talk about it. Um, there's literally like... All of it together, it's, it's a separate movie. Like you can literally put together all the deleted scenes that were not in the final cut and make a completely separate movie out of it because there were so many tidbits. And funny enough too, we'll talk about this real quick, Tori Spelling in that movie, I think I don't know if I ever told you this, but Tori Spelling actually, um, her character's in very, very little. She was a, she was a very big star back in 2000, okay? She was doing Nile 2 and like she, her father's a very big name in Hollywood um, and in the TV industry. He did Charm, he did Nile 2 and he, he funded all these different um, shows. But basically, when she got signed on, to do Scary Movie 2, she filmed a lot of scenes for her character, mm. and you watch, they're all on YouTube. The reason why they cut her last minute, and this was, um, this is not me, I don't know for 100% fact, but this was what it was said, it was because she had, um, she was, she was having a lot of issues on set filming because the scenes they wanted her to do, they wanted to do like a topless scene, and... That sounds like Weinstein. Yeah. They that wanted her to do like a and she refused. Yeah. It wasn't in her contract to do that, and then they wound up cutting all, a lot of, majority of her scenes. And, and really, you watch the lead scenes, she was really funny. Like, they, they really, they wrote her character to be really funny. Yeah. But in the final cut, it's, she's a dit. But, like, she actually has some substance in her deleted scenes. You could, yeah. It's hmm. really interesting. That is interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Ooh, next one. Ready for this? I okay. think. Maybe. We always talk about these two. Now, mind you, oh, yes, no. I know, these are considered four and five, uh, Bride of Chucky and Seed oh. of Chucky. Oh, my God. Okay, so... I'm going seed. Mm. It's just hilarious. Um, I'm all that's such a hard because I love meta stuff. Like talk about meta. Seed of Chucky is the most meta. It was ahead of its time. That's why I think it's hilarious. Head of its time for the the topic of what the movie's about. And I'm not going to talk about it. But you're going to watch it. You're going to understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But basically, uh, I'm going to go with. I love them both equally, like for different reasons. For you, because Brian Chucky's horror. You're you're crazy with these, yeah. yeah you Cedar like Chucky's more comedy, and I like the the light. This is the first entry in the Glenn? Child's Play series where the, I can quote more of Seed of Chucky than Brian Chucky. It's hilarious. It's a hilarious movie. Your boy, your chip off the old block. So good, a boy. Like it's really like it's really about Chucky and Tiffany dealing with their son, who was born in the part of Chucky. Quote? I'm gonna do my favorite quote. I had a slip up the other day. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do Tiffany. You're gonna do the guy. Okay, go, go, go. go. No, t- you know, to be honest, it's really difficult being clean. Oh. You know, I had a slip up the other day. You're telling me. It took forever to clean up the mess. Oh, don't remind me. There's one thing that I always tell everybody: Rome wasn't built in a day. You're right. You're absolutely right. And scene, literally, <laughs> from the movie itself. Um, <laughs> good. what the guy was talking, so yeah, it's, yeah, cause whatever, the plot of the movie is like, Tiffany wants to be a mother, wants to set a good example for their now kid in the world. Um, and Chucky's just like, no, killing's in our blood, honey. Like, it's not a choice. It's in our blood. 
Which one is where she gets pregnant? That's the first one? That's Bride of Chucky. That's Bride of Chucky. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's little... That scene with him at the table. Ain't mine. That, that's oh, really... Oh, okay. you're that's... talking about... Oh, no, no, no. You're Which talking one? about that scene of Chucky. That, that's what... Okay. That is, right? So, yeah. So, okay. this is where that, it gets meta. That's hilarious. Real quick. This is where it gets meta. Ain't mine. Okay. No so, me. Bride of Chucky, okay, is Child's Play 4. Seed of Chucky, and when I explain this to people, they're just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you're gonna have to, if you wanna replay this video a couple times in this in between, sure. I'd be happy to, even if you wanna talk about it in person over a drink, I'll I love talking about this because it's meta. It's the most meta thing, okay? Yeah. Okay, so Jennifer Tilly in Bride of Chucky plays the human version of Tiffany, which obviously she dies in the first 20 minutes of the movie or 30 minutes of the movie, and she gets transferred into a doll. She now plays the voice of Tiffany. Now that's Bride. Is that Bride? Bride of Chucky. That's Bride, okay. Okay? Cool. Seed of Chucky. Seed of Chucky. Tiffany, who is still voiced by Jennifer Tilly, the actress, in doll form, because, mind you, she, the human version died in Bride of Chucky. It, Seed of Chucky is about, it takes place in Hollywood, and basically, they're filming a movie in Hollywood based on the events of Bride of Chucky called Chucky Go Psycho, about Tiffany and Chucky becoming killer dolls or whatever. Um... Jennifer Tilly plays herself in Seed of Chucky as an actress who gets the role of Tiffany to play the bride in Chucky Go Psycho. Almost gives you a headache. It, really. And that's the thing. So when Tiffany and Chucky enter the movie, when they get brought to life again in Seed of Chucky, uh -huh. um, they want Tiffany, the killer, voiced by Jennifer Tilly, is like, oh my god, like I want to become Jennifer Tilly. I'm a fan. So they want, she wants to take over Jennifer Tilly's life. So the movie is, that's how it gets meta. Mm -hmm. she, Tiffany the killer, in doll form, is a fan of Jennifer Tilly. It's a weird cycle, if you think about it. It really it, is. It kind of weird, yeah. yeah. But so like now, different. fast forward into the whole, because there's like seven, there's two seasons of a show. Oh, plus now it's really. four other movies after Seed of Chucky's. Basically. <coughs> it's really messy now, yeah. It is messy now. But now basically, in the Chucky movie, in the Chucky franchise show, they, um, Tiffany is now living Jennifer Tilly's lifestyle. So everybody around in the public eye is like, oh my God, Jennifer, like what happened to you after the events of Seed of Chucky? She's gone AWOL because now Tiffany is now living in Jennifer Tilly's body and lifestyle. And now she took her, you know, Glenn um, and Glenda and now they live in happy, oh, our, you know, Chucky's dead and I'm a celebrity and you're my kids. Like that's it. But it gets a lot messier. But yeah, that, that's, I like that a lot. Because it, that's, yeah. Seed. Yeah. Seed. What was the percentage you said? Percentage was 78% for Pride of Chucky, 22% for Seed. Now, yeah, I'm in the minority. I'm yeah. just, yeah, I'm Seed because, like I said, a lot of fun facts it's and fun. just my whole preference, I prefer Seed. And plus, we could quote it. So it's let a us fun know. movie, yeah. It's such a good movie. She's so, got to be hot. You being pregnant ain't gonna work. So I got a vasectomy as soon as I got to Hollywood. That shit ain't mine. That ain't mine. Yeah. That ain't mine. What is it? Uh, Redman? Drop dead. <laughs> Redman? <laughs> Jennifer! Oh yeah, because what happens was, after the whole tidbit of Nick and I going like the, you know, Tiffany's on the phone with the, her, her remissions counselor. She's like, I'm gonna have a slip because she wants to kill Redman because she thinks that Redman is a disgusting pig. So she goes, she calls a freaking relapse hotline and she's basically trying to get talked out of killing Redman because she wants to set an example for Glenn and Glenda. Glenn. And the guy literally on the phone goes, like you said, yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. So, so it gives her the motivation to kill this guy. So they basically, it's a crazy kill scene. Also makes no sense, but she basically kill, stabs him and guts him. His intestines under the table. Yeah. yeah, but first off, intestines don't smoke like that. They look like sausages coming from the oh, skin. Oh, that's so we'll true. We'll put up a tidbit. I'll put up. It doesn't get censored from YouTube, but 
It's like it doesn't even look like organs. It doesn't even look like organs. No. It looks like sausages being whatever. So you see Tiffany under the table stabbing him as Jennifer Tilly after Jennifer Tilly because now she's pregnant, mm. which is a whole other story. But basically, she's like, "Well, I I've never slept with anybody else in Hollywood before. You're my first. And he was like, "I got a bisectomy as soon as I got to Hollywood. It ain't mine." Yep. And then what happens is Jennifer Tilly's character was meeting with Redman. He's a director. Um, to play in his movie that he's writing about the Virgin Mary. <laughs> so weird. It's such a... Whoa. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Why Redman? Because Redman plays himself. Redman's also a rapper in reality. He's playing Mel Gibson because he did Passion of the Christ or something. You know what's like, so funny? So funny about that. Is that almost something? He would, that Mel Gibson was the original uh, person it was supposed to be. That would make sense. Say, look at they that. They did not want to, he didn't want to do it. That's a fun, Which, that's so funny you say that's that. That's Mel Gibson. Totally I makes heard sense. that. I yeah. heard that, that it was supposed to be Mel Gibson about the passion of the Christ, that but they, they, couldn't, they couldn't use it. They didn't want to and use that. And then you go to Redmond for Mel Gibson? Uh, Nine day. <laughs> Interesting. So basically, like, she's telling him over the table, I'm pregnant with your child. And he's like, it ain't mine because yeah. I got a bisectomy. Because um, Chucky and Tiffany do a voodoo pregnancy on her. Um, We're just having the whole movie now. We are. We are having the whole. It's a review. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Basically, just to kind of, because like, you're probably thinking the audience is going to be like, why is she pregnant? Like, what happens? You know, but uh, it's, whatever. it's not important, but it's important. Yeah. Basically, Tiffany kills him. No, you don't have to go into it. Tiffany kills him, and then basically Jennifer's just like, Redman, Jennifer. He's like yelling for her, like as he's getting gutted. Jennifer, it's gonna be impossible to edit. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer, Redman, you can let yourself out in the back. By the way, drop dead. There we go. Drops dead. Done. Okay, next poll. Next one. Oh, okay. We're going from one extreme to another. Mamma Mia, the movie. Mm-hmm. Versus Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, part two. Okay, so you're, you're factoring in two things because this is a musical. Yeah. So two things that matter in a movie because, again, at the end of the day, it's a movie. So the story does matter, but also the soundtrack. So I'm dissecting this. I'm picking the first one, but I'm acknowledging that I prefer the soundtrack in the second one. I agree. I like the soundtrack in the second one. I think it's really good. I don't think the movie's good though. The first movie, way better, way better of a story and everything. So, um, gonna go with the first one. I'm acknowledging that the soundtrack is better in the second one though. I like part two. Mm -hmm. Overall, um, okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. which is good. Part one, yes. I remember when part two first came out with the trailer, we didn't know Mer Meryl Streep uh, was alive or not. And she, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it now, it's been 10 years. Actually, no, it's been, sorry. Less than 10 years. Sorry, ago. the first one came out like more than 10 years ago. 18? I believe. Maybe? But 2018 is when yeah. Mamma Mia 2 came out. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry, it was 10 years because 2008 was when Mamma oh, Mia came out. Oh, wow. It was 10 years. Wow. It was exactly 10 years. Yeah, a lot of things wow. were coming out like 10 year gaps of like sequels and stuff. But yeah, I prefer Mamma Mia 2 only because I love the story and how like they're coping with like Meryl Streep's death and how basically like. She's trying to find out more about her mother. And the movie really is about Lily James' character. Um, she plays a younger version of Meryl Streep. Really hot, by the way. Yes. Love her. Um, she dated Chris Evans. Yes, she did. A little sidetrack. She plays a younger version of Meryl Streep's character. And she tries to find out through her mom's friends. The, what do you call them? The dynamic? No, we're dynamic brew. But they're, they're the, um, they have a name of a, of a cover band they had back in the, the first movie. And there's... Flashback. So she's trying to learn now. Amanda Steinfeld's character is trying to learn about her mother. I found that really nice. And Cher, fun fact, Cher is Cher is the grandmother, the fashionable grandmother. Which you see her story and like it's it's a nice 
it's a lot more family oriented because you're dealing with a lot more character development. So I like part two, but okay. ultimately 84% for Mamma Mia, 16% for Mamma Mia, here we go again, which I was fairly shocked at because like Not I said, minority. From, a, from a soundtrack standpoint, Mamma Mia 2. Sure. Like, they had songs that Mamma Mia 1 did not have. I agree. Waterloo, which is actually the end title song Waterloo. for part one. But uh, Waterloo. Waterloo. Which one's Super Trooper? Both movies. Both movies, right? Oh, that's what it is. Okay. I prefer Super Trooper from part two versus part one because everybody and their mother, literally no pun intended, is in part two's version versus part one was only three people, Meryl Streep and just the two other ladies that are friends with. But it's like Cher sings it. It's great. Part two is okay. great. Um, ooh, okay, next one. You ready for this one? No. Yeah. Ready for this one? Oh. The voice that you do. The voice. Okay. Now this one is four movies. Fuck. I couldn't pick. It was. It's really interesting too, actually. Which one? Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Oh. Uh, Batman Returns. Batman Forever. And Batman and Robin. Now okay. separate. I want you to just think for a second. I know it's a hard question. So you you tag a lot of the horror this stuff, the horror stuff, and uh, yep, I'll tag the superhero stuff. Um, so when it comes to the Batman, again, another thing that you have to take into effect: these movies are in the same continuity. The actors change three times, but it's still from Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. It is the same story, which is interesting because it really does fluctuate a lot. I am. Clearly not Batman and Robin. It's a guilty pleasure movie, though. I do like watching it. Uh, so is Batman Forever, too. That's a guilty pleasure movie. Um, I don't look at Batman Returns necessarily as a Batman because it's so gothic and so Tim Burton-ish. Yes, it was. It really is. Like, it gave kids nightmares when it came out and everything. I think just for nostalgic reasons and just because, you know, he is, you know he's going to be back again as Batman. I think I'm going to go for the... Um, the original one, Jack Nicholson's Joker was just so groundbreaking to uh, movies camping still. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's got a... Gotham has a really cool style to itself, too. So I think I'm going to go agree. with the first one. I agree with that, too. Um, yeah. And also, too, which is really neat to comment before I give my take on it, but mm -hmm. to comment on the props. Everything on that movie set from part one and also Tim Burton's The Returns, because they changed directors as well as, as the... Um, People will play Batman. Yeah. But ultimately, the first two movies, because Batman Returns is a direct sequel to uh, 89, Batman, yeah. all of it was all, like, people built those props. Those you sets. know that was half of Warner Brothers' lot, too? Yes. For the fact, second that. movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was insane. It, oh, no, it's beautiful. It's it's very nice. And then you see, like, uh, the way it looks in, like, Batman Forever. Like, the people are holding globes you can and tell, stuff. You can tell it, it was, it was a different director, different Neon. sense of style. The, the costume changes. So, like, we we nitpick on those things because it matters. Like the continuity, it just it wasn't nipples. Oh, I know bat nipples. Oh. Bat nipples. Okay, but guilty pleasure to watch Batman and Robin. And you know you know it's really funny throughout those old movies. I guarantee we could probably quote Batman and Robin more times oh, than anything else. Yes. So it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Yes. Um. Oh, so God. my take on it, I yeah. would it would have to be honestly like Batman. You can't go wrong with the original. It's just that like it's a. It's a slower-paced movie in the beginning, and then it picks up when the Joker and everything from the Joker's like when he turns into the uh, the Joker itself when he falls into the vat of chemicals. Mm -hmm. It picks up from there, but it takes a little while to get there, in my opinion. Sure. Um, Batman Forever is just I, I know that had I knew, so much fun with that movie. I knew you were gonna pick that one. Yeah, yeah, I knew it because you I, you, oh, you really really like that one. Oh my yeah. gosh! Like it really 
like Jim Carrey just makes that movie so much more light and just it, it, it I watch it for primarily just Jim Carrey. That's never gonna not my favorite Batman. Val Kilmer was not my favorite Batman. Um, yeah, it goes Michael Keaton for the first two movies, Val Kilmer, and then Val Kilmer was apparently a diva on set. I will say that you heard story. You've heard stories. I watched a documentary on him. Oh my gosh, yeah. hard. He was really hard to work with on the Batman. And he's, um, he's open about it now, too. And they yeah. recasted Val Kilmer with George Clooney and Batman Robin. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, the percentages, okay, uh, it goes 53% Batman original. Which tracks. Batman Returns 26%. Okay. Batman Forever 16%. And 5% <laughs> for Batman and Robin. Wait, it makes sense. It's a perfect it's a nice grid. little... You know what it is? Oh, that's it's, good. It's the... Um, it's the bars from uh, AT&T. That's, that's funny. That's a straight... Yeah. Well, at least we know the people who are, you know... Um, they have yeah. a brain, those you people. A, yeah, that's what good I'm for saying. You guys. I feel good bad for whoever picked Batman and Robin, though. Yeah. That was a dig. Fourth wall that was a dig. You. Yeah. Um, we can go. Oh, okay. Different different category we're going to talk about. What to do? High School Musical 1. Okay. High School Musical 2. Now, this was actually a really fun tidbit. I saw a lot of people, and this was very mixed. This was a very nice ratio. But Everybody's always talking. You know, fun fact: I just for, I just watched High School Musical two for the first time um, yeah. this this year. I've never I've never been uh, crazy with that. Um, yeah, so first time watching High School Musical. I have noticed that High School Musical two looks way cheaper in comparison to it. I get that. It, I, I'm I'm probably gonna say two just because it's more of like a fun summertime. Uh, yeah, I like it. yeah, that one. I'm I'm probably going with, with two. Part one. And I remember more in two. Yeah, I remember more in two too. Yeah. Also, I feel like you and I can quote two a lot more than part one. Part one's just really cringy. Um, it is. It's rough and to watch. I understand. It's not the like I said, going back to our podcast episode prior. Not the actor's fault. It's just cringy. It was cringy. Yeah. And you can I think he erased it. You ever see interviews just a segue of Zach Efron and they play oh, no the songs and they're just like, that's me. No recollection. I think he went through a lot of therapy. Yes, honestly. because fun fact about part one yeah. of um, High School Musical is that it wasn't even Zach Efron's voice. So I remember you told before me that, yeah. High School Musical was turned into a movie, a Disney movie, they had another guy playing Troy during the uh, Broadway production. Oh, Zach uh, Efron's or just... During the musical production, they went on tour. He was not a good actor. So they replaced him in the movie role with Zac Efron, but Zac Efron could not sing. So they made him lip sync over the guy named Drew. Now he can sing, though. Part two and part three, he learned, took singing lessons, and he, and he yeah. So Greatest showman and everything. Drew who? He showed, oh, God. Drew who? He, he showed exactly. he sing, yeah. All right, well, um, what's the percentages? Percentages, 42% High School Musical, 58% uh, High School Musical 2. I okay. agree, and Great. I feel like many people would comment below. I want to hear everybody's view on that because yeah. really, um, I agree that the soundtrack to part two, but I will say what this is just everything. Hear me out. Hear me out, people. And I want you guys to really under, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. I just never knew how we could bring it up, but it's going to be an organic conversation now. Uh, agree I'm to disagree. Scared. I'm scared. High School Musical 2 is a toxic storyline. Oh, this is a good segue into this because, um, I never watched it growing up, so I wasn't a child watching it, but I watched it as an adult, and I understood your point of view when you ranted about this. And it actually does make a lot of sense, too. So in the movie, um, I'll try to explain this to the best of my ability watching it once. It seems like Ashley Tisdale's character really wants, because I can't really remember the names, Zach Efron. Sure. I'll fill in the blanks for you, buddy. That's a sickness. Uh, uh, okay, so Sharpe. Okay. Sharpe yeah. seems like uh, has the best interest for Troy. 
hooking up with talent scouts, trying to get him out there with the owner of the clubs and everything. That's a ride or die. That, so she's actually caring about his future and his career and everything. Vanessa Hudgens' character, really all over the place. She's like, you're not hanging out with us. You care about your career and, and, and what you want to do in life. How dare you? You're hitting it like straight on. Okay, so this, no, is, all, this. this okay. is exactly, yeah. You're, How okay. dare you do this and everything. And she's like, I'm leaving because of this and everything. It's, it's extremely toxic, actually. Yeah, and then his friend group. We're all like, Hate him. wouldn't you want, like, okay, for example, uh, Corbin Blue and, um, and and Zac Efron, they played best friends, Chad and uh, Troy Bolton, okay? In the first one, Chad and the whole group are, like, gaslighting Troy Bolton the entire movie because he has talent scouts looking out for him. First off, wouldn't you want to be there for your best friend? Wouldn't you want to be If happy? you got an opportunity... Yeah. Acting, for example, yeah. okay, like that's like me coming to you, saying, "Oh man, like, you're going to all these acting gigs. Like, why, why, why am I not?" That? <laughs> it's like so aggressive. Well, yeah, why, it's like, it's, like, you're supposed to. That that movie came out. I was so we were both young when that movie came out. Part two. Oh god. Um, yeah, well, I didn't put part three in the mix because yeah, people kind of not ever mentioned it on. I no, not my. That was the first movie released though. Fun fact uh, of the actual theatrical release. You can um, tell with the budget. You yes, can tell you can. budget changes. Yes, yeah. you can. But going back to High School Musical 2, yeah, like, his friend group and Gabriella, like... Um, Gotta go my own way. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, like, made Troy Bolton feel so terrible about his life decisions. But yet, Sharpay Evans, who was deemed the villain and antagonist of the High School Musical 2 movie... She really wasn't bad at all. All she was trying to do was set Troy up for success. Where's the... Where's move the away like the, the appearance of everything and her being flashy and everything. If you move that all away, she was really just trying to look out for him. Yeah, that was and it. in the ending scene where no one had to, uh, no one, she didn't have people to go on with her because it was like the talent show or whatever the case was. Mm -hmm. um, and she was hysterically crying and like, she was like, oh, I just wanted you to be successful, Troy. That's all I ever wanted for you. And I'm like, that's, th yes, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, a, a normal person would just be like, oh God, thank you for yeah. trying to do that and everything. They wouldn't just be like, huh. You don't win this time. I'm like, what the hell is going and on? Gabriella was trying to make Troy choose her over his life. There were 17. How old were they at this time? They, no, they weren't even in senior year yet because no. High School Musical three is senior year. They're like 17 years old, 18 years old during this during this movie, mm -hmm. or they're supposed to be. Not the actor themselves. No. But like, like, what do you want? Like, look at look at that movie from a different perspective again. It's a valid point. It's a different. You have a different perspective. And that's why our generation of women. Okay? Oh, this and just is in general, okay, I'm going to talk about it. That's why it's a toxic world today we live in. You have men out there like Troy Bolton trying to find their short pay Evans, okay? And you have your Gabriella. Whatever her name is. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, oh. Oh, my lordness. Anyway, next topic of choice. Uh, oh, okay, this is going to be a really quick one because I oh, just have to talk about it. You know where I'm going with this. Grease 1 versus Grease 2. Right. Now, don't judge me. So a sane person would say the first one. Number one, fun fact about this, Nick has never even seen part two. He's never I've watched seen enough. No, I've seen clips. Two. No, 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 no. I've no, watched no, clips. No, no, no. I've no, watched no. clips. Okay. Reproduction. Reproduction. That's a different... I For a that. whole year. I performed that on the cards. This awesome. man, every time picking me up, would blast it over and over again. It's a great again. soundtrack. He loved it. Grease 2 soundtrack over Grease 1 any day. Can you please read the polls for me, sir? Sure. Uh, it's whopping uh, Grease 1... 100%, Grease 2, 0%. That's the, that's the first 100 versus 0. Um, and it's all about, you guys You guys got to open your minds. Who would have saw that saying. coming? Open your minds up. If you don't look at Grease 2 and you're watching it like, oh, this is supposed to be like, my expectations are from the from the original. Number one, red flag. If you have expectations and you're looking to, to run with that, 
It's a red flag its own. You should look at yourself. Um, CN. Yeah, okay. Grease 2, I understand. All right. People weren't a fan. But what I like about Grease 2 as a sequel is that, number one, it was creative. Number two, the continuity, okay? The con... I can't say the word. Continuity? Continuity. Continuity. I'm saying... You know what I'm trying to say? Another I just, example. I know, I just said it. No, just say it. Continuity. Say what? Continuity. Nudity? Cotton Eye Joe? No. Cotton Eye Joe. I'm, no. Where right, did you come from? Where'd you go? Get to the point. I'm done already. All right. <laughs> My point is, it was a good movie. Next topic of conversation. Shut your mouth. Don't dive I don't want to hear it. Ooh, okay. Um, we're doing... Ooh, okay. Actually, we'll, we'll talk about this, too. Mm -hmm. um, this is not a movie. It's a TV show, but it's kind of like a... I don't even want to call it uh, a comeback. Not a reboot, because a reboot would mean it's bringing back another cast. It's not a reboot. It's a requel or a, a sequel to the original Jersey Shore, the original, versus Family Vacation. Now, we've discussed this in previous episodes on shortly. I mean, we know what the clear answer is. I mean, I guess. You know, 91% went for Jersey Shore, the original. Wow. 9% went for Family Vacation. It's just not the same Family Vacation. And there's just such iconic things that happen in Jersey Shore. If I ever go back and I'm just like, I want to see these people together, I'm not rewatching anything in Family Vacation. Very few things are funny. It's okay. They try to get that same spark of magic that happened again. I agree. But nothing beats the I, first okay. one to four seasons of Jersey Shore. I can... Five and six, we know. It's okay. But like one to four, so good. It made history. I know we've discussed that mm -hmm. before, but I just have to say for Jersey Shore specifically, um, I don't know, something about family vacation. Now, I understand what you're saying too, because at this point in time... It's been how many years? It's been it's been about 2012. They ended in season six. Oh, they God. came back in 2018 for season one of Family Vacation. So mind you, too, I feel like from a production standpoint, it was filmed actually very differently for Family Vacation than the original. They didn't, they didn't film it like it was back in the original days mm -hmm. because in the original days they took away their phones, laptop usage. They, oh, they couldn't go out. They yeah, were confined to a um, to the boardwalk where they worked with Danny. Or the house, and that's why they had it Big Brother style. They had cameras on every angle of the room, twenty four seven filming, and they had a van outside tracking all the storylines and everything we see today. Family mm -hmm. um, Vacations filmed very housewife style, where it's like, okay, we're gonna set up a scene. Me and Nick are gonna be in the car talking about Angelina and and uh, Jay Wow's fight last night. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, by the way, Facetime, you know, Facetime Vinny. They pitch um, ideas. Yeah, yeah. They, do they pitch that. ideas. It's a lot more uh, hands in. And I'm only going by Paulie D. Literally came out on the Full Send podcast and said this directly. So he actually said like, yeah, it's filmed a lot more like housewife style. We're out mm. to have our families on, etc. So it's it's a different way of filming, sure. and you can definitely take because the whole premise of the original, which made it so crazy, was that you took away all their technology and you made them stay in a house confined. They should do that again. And they're probably it, make it, a You had no magic. choice but to no. fight. You had nothing else going. You couldn't read a book, you couldn't oh, of course. read, you couldn't do anything. Watch TV. You couldn't watch TV. There oh was no, notice how in the in the original the, when did they ever watch TV? You had no TV in there to watch. Okay? That's a good point. 